baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Don't forget today is uh, Dear Jordana Day, as we call it, on WCCO Radio. We do that at 1135. So if you've got a question for Jordana, something on your mind about uh, work, uh, relationships, any kind of advice you need, who to pick in uh, Sunday's Super Bowl, I know I'd go to Jordana for that info. Mm -hmm. 651-461-9226. That's our uh, phone number here. Uh, we'd love a phone call once we get to that time, but if you maybe are going to be out, you want to text in, text in your question now, and then you can listen to Dear Jordana later by subscribing to the Adam and Jordana podcast. We'd love for you to subscribe wherever it's you free. get your podcast. Totally free. Free, totally, yeah. completely free, and you can get the content on demand and listen at your leisure. Uh, when I was uh, in middle school, biking around the neighborhood in yep. Plymouth, I grew up at. There was a rumor raising hell. Go to the uh, yeah, going to Wendy's, going to um, Holiday to get oh, a Wendy's. soda. There's a rumor that you could go up the crosswalk and you could you could push the crosswalk button, but do it in like a SOS beep 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 beep, and and then that would like make oh, really? yeah go. So I'm Did pretty it work? sure. Really? Uh, no, but if you sit there and do it long enough, <laughs> it finally yeah. goes green. Hey, it eventually changes. Right, Amazing. Work. Uh, apparently, there are now some truth to the rumor that there are cheat codes for qua- for crosswalks at the intersection of a University and Malcolm uh, in Minneapolis. Apparently, if you hold the crosswalk button for five seconds while waiting for the light to change, presto, you'll get an additional 15 seconds to cross oh. the street. There's no signage or indication Ooh. that this works, but uh, uh, it's been tried by some reporters, and apparently it works. Now, you might think it's like a hack or uh, you know somebody doing something right. nefarious apparently it was at the request of a local senior living facility that wanted their residents uh, to have a longer yes. time to get more time to cross to the street cross that the makes street. sense yeah mm-hmm. what other hacks are there out there that you think six five one four six one nine two two six kind of a similar one when i was in high school there was a stoplight in south st paul where you could flip your high beams at night and it would trigger that like emergency <sighs> thing where it would change <laughs> oh. the lights immediately mm-hmm. cheater it's a good um, one. I don't think that works anymore. It's probably become more advanced yeah. than that. But other little tricks. How about the fuzz buster? People used to have that. Do those work? Oh, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had that in New Jersey. We had fake, buster. fake <laughs> fuzz busters. Just the, ooh, that guy's got a fuzz buster. Like, ooh, he must be rich. <laughs> but no, other th- like little tricks. I don't tricks. have any hacks. I'm a rule follower. I wouldn't even think to or like, you do know, the high like, beams. or I just wouldn't. Video games used to have cheat codes, yeah. you know, where you could do the cheat codes like up, up, down, yep, down, yep, right, yep, right, yep, AA. Yep. What else are there? Really? Six, five, one, oh, yeah. Six, yeah. five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. Playing by the rules your whole life, Jor. That's rule I know, follower. right? Yeah. My naivete is coming back to bite me. I missed all the good stuff. By the way, it's a random access version of Quick Takes. Whoever jumps in first gets the first crack oh, at these. I like it. Coke's first new permanent flavor in years will bring a spicy taste to the classic cola. Coca-Cola Spiced is part of Coke's attempt to cater to changing taste buds in America. They announced a new flavor of spiced Coca-Cola yesterday, saying it blends the traditional Coke flavor with raspberry and spiced flavor. Uh, I'll note there that they're not saying which spices. There's lots of spices in the world, and then it's just spices. 
It will be available in both full sugar and zero Lowry sugar varieties salt. and hitting shelves in the coming weeks. Are you going to try Coca-Cola Spiced? No. 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 I like Here's Coke as is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not opposed to this because, David, remember, we did a story on this before and it was like a uh, – was it a, a partnership with um, like Travis Scott or some rapper? Did, was that it? And it tasted like air or outer space? <laughs> yeah. Well, they did the like mystery flavors stuff. that they wouldn't tell was you what the it? flavor was and then okay. after it was released. And yeah, it was like – Rainbows and unicorns was the flavor. Yeah, so the kids and I were on a road trip, and we got one. You know, and we we were at one of those giant uh, places, you know, one of the giant gas stations, and we got one, and it tasted like crap. It was awful. And I am a purist. I love a Diet Coke, and often that is like a treat for me. Any women, any moms, anyone that grew up in the 80s would love a Diet Coke at 3 p.m. every day. If you do this every day at 3 p.m., you other – 80s children, you know it is such a treat. When my friends come to my house to play Mahjong, they look in the fridge, in the drinks fridge, and they say, oh, they're, they're like, I'd love a Diet Coke instead yeah. of a soda or a cup of coffee because it's a treat. And some people don't keep it in the house. I do. It's my splurge kind of at like 3 o'clock. I know it's not good for me, but I have a couple. Living on the edge, Jordana, waiting for the <laughs> 3 o'clock of- Diet Ooh. Coke. Rule follower. Rule follower. <laughs> but no. And you know what? That Diet Coke is so delicious and, and such a treat. And it gave you a, a caffeine, caffeine boost. Caffeine too, buzz. There yeah. you go. I don't need flavors. I don't need Lowry's salt in my <laughs> soda. I don't. I don't need it to taste like outer space. I just need it to taste like a Diet Coke. Uh, Coke that was a long answer. Yeah, that's all right. Coke Zero, though, is my choice. You're right. It's like there's Is something... it? You like Coke Zero I do better? like Coke Zero. Yeah, Coke, Z- Coke Zero to me is like, wow, then now I'm back to drinking regular Coke without the ca- calories and sugar. Sugar. Yes. Okay. So you—that's what they sell in Europe, and my kids don't like it. Yeah. Uh, they, oh, really? they say we can't get a regular diet coke here. I guess they're just used to it. They call it Coke Light. You want Coke? Coke Light. Coke Light. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, By the way, what's your favorite okay. spice? I'm a big coriander guy. Oh, cumin. Oh, wow. Cumin. Yeah. Cumin's very good. Making chili, it's gotta pest- have cumin. That's is, right. Is pesto a spice? Nope, I like nope, paprika nope. though. I like paprika. Oh, yeah. that smoked yeah. paprika. Mm. Yeah, if you got, if smoked paprika. Green fish. Yes. You gotta have paprika. Mm-hmm. Hey, the Super Bowl is this weekend. What? Here's the question: If you're watching, when you're watching the Super Bowl, like everybody does on Sunday, uh, what are you most excited for? Rank these three: Ooh. the actual game between the 49ers and Chiefs, mm-hmm. the commercials. Or the halftime show starring Usher. Rank those. Uh, right in order that you gave them. Oh. Game first, commercial second, halftime show third. Jordana? Commercials first, halftime show second, game third. That's... I mean, is there, a, is there even a game? There's really just the commercials. <laughs> People are just eating well, and used... noshing and chatting. It used to be. I mean, who cares about the game? Well, it used to be way back when that sometimes the games weren't that good. But boy, we've had some great Super Bowl games. And uh, mm. I, I love the game. Game first. Yep. Even when I went to the game, when it was in Minnesota, I didn't watch the you game. You went to the game? Was, yeah. Yes. I, wow. I told this story on the air where Shannon had a client. Shannon was our boss at the time. She ran CCO, and she had a client that didn't show up. So Mark and I are laying in bed that morning thinking, like, all right, where are we going to go watch the game? And she called me, and she goes, do you want to come? And she wow. said, you have to work. You have to entertain clients. You have yep. to." I said, 100 percent we want to go so mark entertained a bunch of we sat separately she's at my husband to entertain some clients and then shannon and i and somebody else so you were in actual like seats 
Yeah, yeah. We it, had seen. Oh, mine. It was like upper deck. It wasn't. Yeah, but anything, so. But, but, yeah. but where was Mark? Was he in like a suite? Yes. No, he was down lower because she said, "Let's go send him" because he's so good at that. She yeah. goes, "Let's go send him to entertain uh, some of our clients," and he did. Oh. And he sat with them the whole time, chatting him up, and and Shannon and I got loaded. It was fantastic. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic! We had such a fun time. Oh my! Wish God. I could go such to the Super Bowl. Okay. Don't I've you, never been to, yeah. I've never been to a Super Bowl. Well, too bad. I got lucky. Mm-hmm. Pharmaceutical giant Eli Lilly has agreed to cap the cost of insulin products at thirty-five dollars a month for patients in Minnesota for the next five years, as part of a settlement with Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. The settlement announced yesterday uh, uh, has Eli Lilly also agreeing for free insulin to go to 15 Minnesota clinics that serve the neediest populations, again, just for the next five years. Is this a satisfactory end to the case that showed Eli Lilly uh, used deceptive uh, pricing for their insulin products? This is so disgusting. This is, first of all, insulin should be no more than $35 forever. If that's what it costs to get the, the you know these patients their drugs, I understand there has to be a fee. But if that, it should not just be five to five years; it should be forever. Eli Lilly, you screwed the oh, I almost cursed. You screwed this up. Um, people died, including in Minnesota, for having to ration their insulin. Stop it, and just charge a fair price, which is thirty five dollars a month. Stop it. Yeah, I don't think you're getting a lot of garnering a lot of sympathy for uh, pharmaceutical no. companies in this issue. No. That's. I like the I, I do like that settlement. The fact that you're making it getting access to people who struggle to pay for drugs, no matter how, mm-hmm. what the price. I just was saw, watching a clip from a, I don't know how recent the hearing was, a congressional hearing, and it was um, some attorney for some pharmaceutical company getting grilled about a leukemia pill that is four hundred and eighty dollars per pill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's oh, just, that's real. That's mm-hmm. that's real. I mean, I had one that was ten thousand dollars a pill. Disgusting. I mean, thank God I have insurance, so I paid nothing. Jeez. But it's ridiculous. And and I said when I was at Mayo, I'm like, what happens to people who don't have insurance? She said they die, Jor. Yeah. And I was like, it was devastating to me. Devastating. Oh, okay, that's it for quick takes. But yes, w- way to end on a positive note there, uh, <laughs> David. With you. Well, you did. You said it. People not getting life saving drugs and dying. Uh, we will change it up. Should there be full grocery stores in malls? I am all for it. I'll tell you why. Next. Yes, I want to go to the mall and be able to grocery shop. Don't you, Adam? Uh, yeah, I guess I never thought about it, but that we've put like Target. I mean, you go, you can go grocery shopping at Target and still do a lot of other shopping. But you're talking about like a regular old mall that we still have. Mm-hmm. And then have mm-hmm. like a full service ma- massive grocery store. Yeah, it depends what order you're doing it. I mean, I don't want to go in and get my groceries and then try to walk around the mall with them, or put them in the car and have well, all the ice cream melt. But well, that would be dumb. <laughs> you go to the mall have first, you, and then you do the grocery shopping have after you met me? that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is this is happening. Okay, Woodbury-based Kowalski's is building a thirty-four thousand square foot store. In the former Herberger space at Edina's Southdale Center. <laughs> Herbergers. So, yeah, Herbergers. Isn't that what it's called? Yes. I love it. Oh, uh-huh. What if it, do we still have Herbergers? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. No. I, I don't really know that one. That might have closed before I got here. Herbergers was like a, uh, kind of like a, 
I don't know. Was it a Coles? A little, I think a little more up, kind of halfway between Coles and Macy's, I think. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't exist anymore. So they're putting this 34,000 square foot. I can't imagine what that looks like. I don't know if that's the size of a big grocery store or a small grocery store, whatever. Um, it's going to open in April. You're going to have an entrance facing York Avenue and one from the interior of Southdale. So you can go to the mall or, or go drop your kids at the mall, do the grocery shopping, have them load the, the car with you afterward. I think this is genius. Why have we not done this before? And malls that are struggling are- to fill their retail space. What a great idea this is. I would absolutely do this. Would you? Six five one four six one nine two two six. Are we sure this I, hasn't been done before? Um, well, here's an example I have. So, yeah. in back in Invergrove Heights, a long time ago, when I was a kid, they had like a, they had a mall. It was just kind of a strip mall, probably with only four or five stores. But the anchor of that strip mall was, wait for this, the Red Owl, which was a grocery oh. store. Yeah, that's what someone texted. Yeah. Malls Southdale had a Red Owl. A red Owl. I, what yeah. I never even heard of that. Cool logo. Red Owl had a cool logo. It was a red owl. (laughs) Thanks. Genius. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) But it was like a cool looking owl. I mean, uh, you know, you didn't want to mess with the red owl. I guess not. Um, (laughs) I would totally do this. I would get me to the mall more. It would get me to the grocery store more, more, honestly. And when you say to your kids, you want to come to the grocery with me, you know, to help. First of all, they can pick out their own snacks because it's annoying when you yeah. come home and then they say there's nothing in the house. That drives me nuts. Um, and you can also send them off to the mall, right? I don't yeah. – honestly, I, I have to plan a trip to the mall. The mall is overwhelming to me. But this would be easier. I have to make a couple of returns. Like – I, I think this idea is great for retail space. And to me, like what you just described to me is like me arguing, going back to the flip phone. Like that is such a, to me, like an really? 80s thing. Okay. No, no, I'm just saying like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to the mall to go grocery shopping. The kids can uh, run around in the mall. It's like, yeah. that was such an 80s thing. And like, I yeah. feel like most people probably younger than us that doesn't compute for them. It's like, well, what yeah. do, I can order my groceries online and just have them can pick them up. Right, uh, right. Or in order all that stuff uh, online that you want. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There's a there's something about just walking around the mall that's still... I love it. Is it our generation kind of thing that is just... We love the mall. Someone texted, who still goes to the mall besides boomer, morning boomer walkers? Well, clearly you've it's, never been around a 16-year-old yes. girl. They go to the mall and, and they 16 shop at year old mall boys, stores. by the way, because that's that, where the 16-year-old girls are. That's right. And 20-year-old girls. And yes, they shop online, but they go to the mall. They really do. They don't go in the morning because they're at school, God willing. But yes, they go to... And then the, then the parents of the 13 and 12-year-olds because they can't drive yet. I'm telling you, people still go to the mall. And someone's reminding me that Target, yes, Eden Prairie Mall, I used to live in Eden Prairie and loved it, has had a Target attached to it for many years. And you know what? It was really convenient. And I remember if I ever had to take my kids to the mall or, or we're going to see a movie and you wanted to grab something that you needed, super convenient. So I think this, um, I never, I, I don't do a lot of grocery shopping at Target. I most of the time go to other grocery stores, but th- this is a great idea. Pete is in Roseville. Pete. Yeah. Uh, I know that Cub has a store within, you know, I, I, uh, Connected to Harmon Mall. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Harmar used to be a real, you know, up and coming place oh, yeah. at theater, but now it, it's just a ghost of itself. And mm, yes, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you can actually access stores from inside the mall anymore. Like I know, outside. That, uh, yeah. right? Like Barnes and Noble has a gate up and. People can't enter from the mall side. Pete, what 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 what's the Har Mar stand for? I've always wanted to know that. I might you know, have known I, that at some point. I I am not sure. I'm right. not the one that. But oh, they've been around. Like when I was a kid, oh, we yeah. used to take the bus like from West St. Paul to go there. It was you know it was, it had great restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, a great pizza joint whose name yep. escapes you now, and it, it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right across from Rosedale now, and of course, it's Rosedale, such a behemoth. And yeah, Harmar is, like I said, a ghost of itself. And thanks, Pete. Uh, but I, I, yep, take care. Thanks for the call, Steve. Is in Owatonna. Mm-hmm. Steve, jump in. Hey, how are you doing this morning? Good. Well, Good. I well. have an ex- I have a great example of how uh, uh, grocery stores did work into malls of yesteryear. Uh, the, the Cedar Mall in Owatonna. I'm sure you've all shopped there. Oh, you bet. Uh, they uh, they uh, they had high V in the. Oh, I'm going to say it was about the the northwest quadrant of the of the mall itself. A huge store, and I think it may have been one of the first high V's yeah. that came to Minnesota. Uh, what are they based out of Ames or Des Moines, whatever it is, but. That was a that was a big draw point for the other retailers to uh, jump in and, right. and do what they did. We we had uh, Lundberg's OK Hardware there. We had uh, women's and men's clothing stores, a drug store, uh, electronics stores. It was booming, and of course, like every other mall, it kind of faded off. Right on the vine. Hy-Vee, yeah, uh, yep. Hy-V is now. Uh, uh, relocated to another spot, and they've gone even bigger now. So, but that was that was the way it was in probably 1973 mm-hmm. or 74 when they built it. So, Thank you, Steve. Yeah, thanks uh, for the call. Yeah. Now they're yeah. in the uh, northwest corner. That was very specific oh. about directionally where. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. I, I, by the way. By the way. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I know what you're going to do here. Go ahead. Harold and Margaret yep. were the founders of Harmar Mall. That's right. Uh, they this text the, and this is from a texter and thank you for this. They don't know the last names, but they were the two people that started the mall in the first place. And then isn't there a, like a, a singer that calls him Harmar? Calls himself? Yeah, he got kind of canceled. Harmar superstar. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he got, oh, he got canceled. He got, yeah, he, he was for, uh, do it, for doing what did he do? Yeah, he was uh, not. Uh, uh, it was the Me Too movement, and he got caught up in it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's all I know uh, yep. from Harmar. I think I've been there once or twice. But yeah, there you go. Harold and Margaret. Thank you, Harold and Margaret. Your you legacy know, you, lives on. You and Mark, you could build a grocery store and a mall and it'd be right. Jormar. Jormar. Yeah. Right? I like it. I like it. I, let, we'll, we'll think about that. But again, I think this is a great idea. So malls out there, I know you're very curious to know what I think. Build, uh, build grocery stores in your malls. Up next... Diane Mullen from the Weissman Art Museum. She is going to tell us about a very cool new exhibit they have there.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, we have a very interesting thing happening in Minnesota. And just uh, to wrap up the last conversation we were having, Adam Slawick was the name of Harold and Margaret, the last name. People are texting us in a fury. Okay. Slawick are the people that owned or started. Harold and Marie, too. Apparently it was Marie. Oh, oh, sorry. Our, our so we just yes. want to be right, yeah. right? You know, we don't we got to be right. That's important. Um, I'm so excited to have our next guest on with us. Diane Mullen is the senior curator at the Weissman Art Museum. She's joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline to talk about this new display that they have. It's called The Other Four. You know, when you go to an art museum, you see art or sculpture or, you know, sciencey things or whatever. <laughs> But this is about your other four senses. And I thought it was so interesting. I was like, you know what? We need to talk to Diane on the air. So, Diane, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. All right. This is such a cool exhibit. Describe to our listeners what people are going to experience when they come to the Wiseman. Uh, okay. When you come to the Wiseman for the other four, you're going to experience... An array of objects and assembled items and things that maybe look completely weird to you that you will be able to interact with and um, interact with and experience on a different level than the looking, just looking. Um, and that's and it's, it's exciting. There'll be sound. There'll be smells. I just want to let everybody know smells, mm-hmm. sound, um, and and basically touch too is involved in this. So. That's what you hopefully you'll come in and it can be an exciting yeah, space. Totally come yeah. in. I w- mm-hmm. uh, this is fascinating. So let's start mm-hmm. with smell because uh, what? How is there art in smell? And if yeah. my brain, my juvenile brain, <laughs> is going to ooh, what is there any nasty smells that I can go in there and take a whiff of? Well, yeah, there are some nasty ones, but <laughs> just to keep your question, but there are, but for sure. I mean, one of the things that's very exciting about uh, this for us at the Wiseman is we're very excited. To share this opportunity to get to know and experience a kind of part of contemporary art that many, some people know, but many people don't know that this experimental and interactive vein uh, of work, and it's all together in this space, which is exciting and also complicated with all these different smells. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) be ready. (laughs) Well, give us for that. Yeah, do you have yeah, an give example? us a little taste. What what are sure. we going to be feeling or smelling sure. or <laughs> experiencing? Sure. So one of one of the works by um, Lee Noble and Emma Beatrice uh, are the are vests that you're asked to put on, and inside of the vest, at the breast um, of the vest, there are smells that you will be you will there will be scent. I mean that you will basically mm-hmm. experience as you're supposed to be walking through the galleries, and that one. Uh, we've been talking amongst ourselves. What does that smell like? You one person said eucalyptus, but so there's that experiencing it like that. There's also another work by Wendy Fernstrom, which is called Common Sense, and it's bottles that you uncap and smell. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are there are they're very some very pungent, some very sweet, some different smells, and and which she uh, which she uh, teams up with labels that she has very catchy and interesting, thoughtful phrases to describe these common scents. 
that's another one. I'm looking, I'm looking at some of them. And for example, she's got a <laughs> bottle labeled aiding and abetting. Right. Okay, so what, is, what does it smell like to be committing a crime? So it's interesting. Another one is head over heels. Another mm-hmm. bottle is beyond the shadow of a doubt. So these aren't smells that are, you know, agreed upon smells. These are smells that the artist feels that this experience would smell like. Is that right? That's right. It, 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 that's what, that is one, yeah, that is, I think, one way to think mm-hmm. of it. And for sure, it's almost like she's describing her, you know, she's making the smell thinking of these ideas and thinking of these situations which those phrases um call up really we are talking to diane we're talking to diane mullen uh who is a senior curator at the wiseman art museum so what is it how popular or how widespread is this kind of art and are these artists artists who work with other uh types of Types of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mediums. Mediums. So, yeah. yeah. So, so how, I guess art of the mm-hmm. of the smell and sound and feel. How mm-hmm. widespread is that? Is this like an um, emerging art, or is it, has it been around for a while? Well, you know, it's interesting that you ask that question, particularly at this moment, even in um, Minneapolis, uh, the exhibition of Eastern European experimental art, which is up at the Walker. Now, there's some a little overlap here in terms of the, this was work that was done in the particularly in America, but also globally, uh, that is, that was experimental, meaning they were often working in their studios and, and sharing it with one another and experimenting that way. And, and it was kind of not obvious, but to them to reach out and think about other senses, other ways to experience the world. And that's kind of one of the, one of the ideas behind it that certainly came out of the 60s and the 1970s. And it has, it is, it turned into things that we now call installation art, right? So you have these, mm-hmm. this kind of environmental art where you, those experiences are, le- are, are not just about seeing the art around you, but there's the full, full bodily experience of something, which will include things like sound and smell, and particularly sound art. Um, you'll hear, you'll hear things in, in there too. Partially you'll make sounds, but also you'll hear videos where there are recorded sounds and machines that make sounds. So, those, that has been around something that artists have toyed with, and it's become, you know, it's really something we're looking at now, the history of it. But this is a contemporary, all of these are new contemporary pieces that, um, that share that, uh, share that logic or share that desire mm-hmm. to, to explore. We're speaking with Diane Mullen, uh, senior curator at the Wiseman Art Museum. Diane, mm-hmm. art is something we don't talk a lot about on the radio. It's a visual medium. It's, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but this, you know, this really caught our eye, and we wanted to talk yeah. about it because I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to bring the kids and yeah. the husband, and I, I, hope so I want too. to experience. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. what else is happening at the Wiseman or in the art world that we should know about? Oh, oh, interesting. So I, I mentioned what's happening at the Walker and, and that exhibition yes. does that. But I also, but for us here at the Wiseman, this is um, part of what we are, part of what our goal is, our, so new, our, our, our new day or our new plan is to be looking into our collection and, and bringing in exhibitions that really show a, a wider variety of, of what our is now and has been and try to talk about that tradition. So that's a big part of it. So if you come into our, if you come into our um, galleries, our collection galleries, you'll see different, different types of work that we haven't normally mixed together. And so the idea is to let people, not, not let, but to give people the opportunity to see more of a variety of what American art, particularly for us, which is our, um, which is our staple in our collection, really, really is, consists of. 
the uh, the Weissman and you mentioned the Walker, so uh, culturally essential to what the Twin Cities is all about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how has you how's been the uh, comeback from the pandemic been? Have you seen levels return to what they were prior to the start of it? Great question. Um, we just looked at just we're in a meeting this morning before we have our opening party tonight, our opening reception. Some of the artists will be here. And we were just saying we're, we have with our RSVPs for this show come back to our normal 300 people event. So, yeah, we're Wonderful. just now getting back to it. So it's great. And so that's a good thing for us. That's a really good question. Things are we are getting back to normal. People are coming in. We've got a lot of people in the galleries and and we'll see how much. I mean, from our from our little um, run through the other day, when we trained our students, staff, they were all all touching. There's, I will say that there's with touching. Um, we have a lot of um, warnings about. I was just going to ask you about that because yeah. if, if it's the feel <laughs> ones, I mean, you know, we're the germaphobes or people who. Uh, yeah. what, what, how do you handle that? Well, so there, there will be there are, are allergen alerts on everything, instructions of how you should use the pieces, and then interpretive de- interpretive text around it each on each object and each project. I would call them. But part of those, there are things like you can put this in your mouth. You're going to blow into this tube. But then we have receptacles like get rid of that. Don't take that home. Get rid of that. Like <laughs> yes. everything. So there's waste receptacles, and it's so the people are not reusing things. Um, and there, are, so that's we spent a lot of time with the artists so that we would not um, we wouldn't compromise what they're trying to do but we also said we really have to think about it this way give people opportunities to have the experience and feel safe that was a big part and of not we be a super spreader that. that's right yeah. that's right <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah it. the students came the student staff came in last night and they or the, last night and had a training and, and i noticed there were a lot of the the receptacles were full, so they were obviously trying it. So, but but it will not affect you when you come in because all those things are disposed of yeah. and gotten rid of. Because I got to be honest with you, I'm looking at your website now. And the photo, especially this one thing that just looks like a glob of many different things and colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. touch it. I mean, that's a great photo. Yep. It's like I want to touch yep. that stuff. Oh yes, do touch that. Sit on that because it also <laughs> you also get an experience sitting on that bench. <laughs> oh, which I won't tell you about till oh. you get here. So, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll make sure I sit on the bench. Yeah, yeah for sure. And you will be directed there. We'll tell you on it's like, you should sit on that bench, too, and have an experience. Yep. Okay, this is so fun. I I can't <laughs> wait to go. And, Diane, yeah. got to be honest, you really sold it with yeah. the bench. Oh. Uh, if people if people want to go. It's, it's free, right? It's free? It's, it's, we're free all the time at the wow. Wiseman, and this is free. The party this evening is for all students in the in the in the Twin Cities or anywhere. If you're a student, you get in free. It's uh, $20. You can buy tickets at the door if you're not a student. And there'll be food and a DJ and dancing. So that's tonight at 7 o'clock, and it'll wrap up around 10. You can, you can buy tickets at the door. And then after that, always free. All for open hours. Well yes. worth it. I mean, that's amazing yeah. that we have that, too, and you can just walk in there and check it out. Yeah, I hope to, hope to see you both here. Yeah. <laughs> you will. You yeah. will. Thanks, Diane. Love it. Thank you for calling us. We really appreciate sure. it. Of course. You got it. Diane Mullen at the Wiseman. I, I mean, and you know, it's, you know, it's funny that David asked us in the meeting, because we were talking about doing this segment. He goes, do you go to museums? And I had to think about that. And, and my, well, you know what? Let's take a break. Yep. And let's respond to that. Do you go to museums? Next. Do you go to museums? I, I've been to the MIA. It was many years ago. 
I've been to the Weissman. By the way, the Weissman we were talking about there, if you don't know what it is, it's the University of Minnesota. You see it. It's right on the uh, edge of the riverbed. Very cool exterior. It's the uh, Frank Geary design. Uh, mm-hmm. He also designed the Guggenheim. So it's got that cool stainless, mm-hmm. you know, walls, reflective. bendy walls, reflective. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was there. But like she just said, I mean, it's free. I mean, there's no, if you've got a free afternoon, it's like, yes. and that stuff, it's world-class art. And mm-hmm. I should more, we, well, Jen and I love museums. So I, we've been to um, uh, Institute, Chicago Institute of Art, CIA, uh, and the National Gallery in London, been through that. That was very cool. So, yeah, I love museums. You know what's funny about that, though, is when, when David asked the question, I said, we do when we're out of town. Yes, when we go on vacation. Yeah. Yes, we do when we're out of town. But, of course, and I've been to the museums here, the Children's Museum, the Science Museum. Uh, I've been to the Walker with the kids. I can't, I mean, I've been to the Wiseman, but it's been a very long time. And, I mean... You know, the Walker's free on for the first Saturdays, I believe, of every month. And the Wiseman is free. Yep. Why are we not doing this more? I took the kids to the History Museum in St. Paul when the 1968 exhibit was uh, was there. We want, we all wanted to see that. And we've been and we always enjoy it. Like when we go, it's this great family time. Everybody's looking at stuff. Right. You have lunch together. Science and you Museum. Talk and, yep. Yeah, like why don't we do this more? So there's another reason I wanted to have Diane on because it's inspiring. I think the cost is a big thing because, you know, I've got little kids and they love going to museums. But, yes. you know, them and myself, like we time out at a museum after an hour yeah. or maybe 90 minutes. Right. So if I want to go to a museum that has tons of stuff and costs, you know, 30 bucks a person or something, like I just, I'm not doing that very often. But we go to MIA fairly frequently because... My kids love it. There's special kids activities. There's uh, scavenger hunts and stuff. And we can just go for free for 45 minutes if we want. Um, So we really enjoy that. Yes, I agree. Sometimes they get expensive, like the Children's Museum, which is so fun. But um, I don't know. Are you going to take them to the smell, touch, and taste? Yes, absolutely. Uh, This is a really cool one. I know. The the germs you pointed out, Adam. You've got to wipe stuff down. Yes. Like, come in, bring your own vat of antibacterial, because you're going to need it. Do we have time to play my true-false quiz, or should we save that for... We should probably wait till the next hour. We should save it. But I want to hear your Dear Jordana questions. 651-461-9226. Send us a Dear Jordana question, or you can email Adam. Adam. Carter at Odyssey. dot com. Um, do, do you guys have some questions for me? I think I do. Like we, we. I was going to say, you know, for as many months as we've been doing this, we really haven't stepped up to the plate where we've brought our own questions, and it's not like I don't have stresses and uh, concerns in my life. So I've got plenty of uh, areas to choose from. So I'll have to come up with one. I've got a relationship question. For you. Not what you think, oh. but I do have a relationship question for you. So for for you and Katrina, for, because you guys are pretty good. Uh, uh, or is no. it for somebody else? No, you don't spoil it, though. It's somebody else. Oh, um, hey, I think people should know. Uh, and part of this is closed circuit to a caller who just yelled at me on the <laughs> phone line. No. Uh, Jordana did uh, reveal earlier that she changed her tune about supporting yeah. Joe Biden. Uh, that is available as a podcast. Just post to WCCRadio.com or wherever you find your podcast. You can find out why. Jordana is no longer Jordana's hopped on board with the Trump train. She loves Donald Trump. (laughs) Jordana, I know he's new. You're a fan of mine. I'm a fan of yours. Uh, That other guy, not so much, but that's okay. 
Defamation. She's off no. the Biden bandwagon, though. Welcome aboard. All aboard the truck. You'll have to listen to the podcast now, wherever you find podcasts. We'll be back after the news. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 